Hello there, this is Conspiracy Child, and today I would like to discuss more into the subject of politics. Now, I usually try to stay neutral and unbiased on this approach. However, today I would like to discuss more of this concept of Bilderberg, Republicans, and Democrats as well. Alright, so all that being said, let's really start to get down to it. What I would have to say here is, first off, I don't understand why they're pushing socialism so much. Well, everyone kind of looks at socialism and they say, oh, what a great idea socialism is, and oh, socialism is so amazing. It's not. It's really not amazing. Because, you know, look at Venezuela, look at uh, Cuba, look at all that, you know, or look at Argentina. You know, most of these countries that I just named have been crippled by socialism and communism. Again, I don't care what your beliefs are. I don't care if you support socialism or if you don't support socialism or if you're a Democrat or if you're a Republican or whatever. But here's what uh, my opinion is. My opinion is socialism is giving the elites and the rich more profitable off of us. They, they give them all this advantage and control over the working class. It's ironic because socialism and communism was initially founded by the workers and supposedly for the people. However, it usually has the unattended effect of, you know, trapping us and making us the slaves, although it was originally founded by us. So, it's interesting in that concept. And, um, especially since the EU is often known or um, associated with socialism or communism. I mean, most people look at for example, Denmark. Denmark is also associated, is almost always associated with socialism and is looked at being a good example of socialism. However, Denmark is actually a capitalist country and is known as socialism only because of the high rate taxes. And just because a country has high rate taxes doesn't make this country having socialism. What really makes a country have socialism is when the government is actually socialism. Not capitalism, not democracy, not a republic. You know, that's another common mistake. People always get the government, um, the government styles mixed up. You know, everyone says, oh, we live in a democracy in the U.S. Well, we live in a republic. Okay, you know, just simple mistakes like that get people all messed up and triggered and all that sorts of news. However, you know... What happens is if you do a little research into these subjects, you can totally see past all the lies and mistakes and the unformed bias to it. I mean, people look at Cuba and they say, oh, well, Cuba's great, it's fine, it's communism, it's socialism, and it's doing great. Or, oh, well, Canada, Canada's doing fine, and I heard they're going to switch to socialism soon. Or people look at Canada and they say, aren't they socialist? And they're doing just fine. In reality, you know... What it gives them an excuse for is it gives them more of an excuse to censor. It gives them more of an excuse to control us as well. You know, North Korea, as I mean, we're all aware, is a dictatorship and is looked at as communism. And they really mute the people and silence the people in this in this regime. However, you know, we can't really be 100% sure. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure we've all seen the documentaries on North Korea, right? We've all seen the documentaries on North Korea. They're worshipping this, this leader. The leader has taken the place of religion in this regime and how, they, how the country works. Instead of God, instead of the people, and caring for themselves, the people then immediately worship the leader. And, you know, that's kind of what the U.S. has done in a way as well. They've worshipped and uh, they've changed their our idol of worship. They say they've gone from God and they focused our reaction on Hollywood. They've gone from, you know, 
this country that was founded on the ideals of religion and good morals has been corrupted and mangled and turned into a, a run of politics for cash and Hollywood for grabs on even more deals that, of course, bring in more and more money. So all this corruption has totally seeped into our culture as well. I mean, most people look at America and say, oh, it's the greatest country in the world. But hey, are we sure of that? I mean, they tell the North Koreans that North Korea is one of the best countries in the world. So how do we not know we're being lied to? I mean, sure, we all know that we're living comfortably and such, and America is known as one of the best countries in the world. But what I'm saying here, and the whole point of bringing North Korea into this conversation was, could we be living more comfortably? Is that such a possibility? Well, according to the UN's statistics of the 2018 report for happiness, the U.S. is actually ranked, I think, I believe it was number 19 out of 156 countries. Before it came Finland, Norway, Iceland, and the Netherlands. Not in that particular order, however. Now, all that being said, we really could be living more comfortably. Although, we constantly get fed lies that America is the best. And... Is it our own patriotism that made us that way, or was it the politics, the media, and the propaganda that made it that way? We'll never 100% know, although many can take the guess that we've been fed lies due to the school system dumbing down the population intensely. Now, I don't care what you believe on the school system either, but allow me to say this. Kids these days don't even know how to read a manual clock. They don't know how to read a manual clock. I know, because I am sitting, and I'll have somebody occasionally ask me, of the younger generation, occasionally ask me, hey, how do you read that clock? And I'll say, well, well, didn't they teach you in third grade how to read that clock? And they'll say, well, they did, but I, I just simply forgotten. And I'm just like, huh, okay then. That's just, that, that really, um, that really, that concerns me a bit, you know? I, I just, that the, the, this generation, the new generation, the younger generation, that we've all have been evolved, have relied on technology so much in their lives that they put it above their schoolwork. They can put it above their knowledge. They can be fed false narratives and believe it so easily, which is why fake news is being uh, such a thing that are pushing so heavily in schools. But the thing is, fake news can also be turned around and can be manipulated as well. What is fake news? How do you define fake news? How do you define it? Fake news Fake news, fake news. Some say Sandy Hook was fake news. I am so going to get demonetized because of that. But either way, some say Sandy Hook is fake news. And then some say Donald Trump is fake news. And some say Hillary Clinton is fake news. In the end, it's really up to who you're speaking with to debate what fake news is. The school system that we currently all live in and participated in one of our once in our lives believes that the politics, again, depending what state you're in or what part of America or the world you're in, is getting fed, uh, that part of the narrative is getting fed to you. You live in the South, you're being told that the Democrats and Hillary Clinton is often fake news. You live up north, you're getting t told that Donald Trump is fake news. It really depends the bias information, and again, who you're speaking with, to get whatever opinions you wish to hear. Now, some even proceed to block out this kind of information that I'm telling you now in regards of fake news. What I'm speaking now can be categorized as fake news. And most of this documents sometimes the 
happiness report that I just showed you, for example, is sometimes categorized as fake news. You know, again, it really depends on who you're speaking to. Bias, bias, bias. They all leave out little tiny bits of information and they give you the narrative they wish for you to follow. However, getting back to the subject of politics, with Republicans and Democrats, the main concept of which I wanted to discuss this episode. Well, Republicans often are seen as this type to be gunslinging and obnoxious. Yes? Look at Texas, often stereotyped as being a Republican state, and is most likely voted as Republican. Look at California. They're often being stereotyped as a liberal state. However, this varies. Not everyone who lives in California is a liberal, and not everyone who lives in Texas is a gunslinger. However, we are fed these stereotypes, and they let us affect, and we let it affect our lives. And we have to be able to go through our lives and be able to get rid of these stereotypes to be able to live our lives without bias. However, as a human, it's only instinct to rely on what stereotypes and information we gather from our surroundings. Whether that's information in the news, information brought to us by friends or family, or information that we've stumbled upon randomly in an actual newspaper for once. But, you know, again, you can always find information being presented to the younger generation in schools, which is supposedly a reliable source. But as I said earlier, they're presenting this bias and they're presenting this need to dumb down the younger generation. I remember when I was back in the back in school, uh, I'd often have people come back and look at me and they'd say, well, how do you open this calculator? How do you open this calculator? Open a calculator. Slide the case off of a calculator. That confused people. I was unusually bright as a kid for knowing how to read a clock and knowing how to slide a case off a calculator, if you can believe it. And all that being said, are schools educating the youth? Or are they dumbing down the youth? Are they here to present reliable sources and educate the youth on fake news? Or are they here to dumb down the youth and feed false narratives? It's up to you to make that call. However, getting back to uh, the subject of politics, what I, again, initially what I've came to discuss, and I've totally managed to get off track several times now. But anyways, I was here to discuss what uh, my opinions are about some certain countries. And, you know, many believe that the EU and the UK are solitarily far better than America. America is simply an experiment. Allow me to simply say that. America has looked at this free, as this free, perfect, large, amazing country where everyone can go to get rights. And we've seen this being fed to us by, for example, the Trump administration recently. We've fed, uh, seen this fed to us by several other sources as well. And it just continues to carry on and on and on. We're, we're told that America is the best of the best of the best. And, you know, if you go in UK, you know, you're told that UK is the best of the best of the best. You know... 
it's this common trend that we see of inspiring patriotism among the people. Now, some war in the past, some, you know, World War II, for example, was, in, was also using this tactic for people. You know, Hitler was using, um, ah, this video is going to be taken down now. <laughs> Hitler, for example, was using this, um, this idea of patriotism to bring his people together enough so that he'd have this control over the masses and this ability to truly start the Holocaust. He had this idea of patriotism. And we see this being pushed in North Korea. We see this being pushed in July in the US. We see this being pushed everywhere. Now, is it only to show our happiness for the country that we're living in, our joy for it? Or is it all part of some sinister plot? Is it to inspire more wars? Is it to inspire more people to become aggressive to newcomers, to split us apart more? This idea of patriotism that's meant to bring people together can be used to split people apart like wood. All that being said, patriotism is truly an interesting concept, an interesting idea as well. And the more you continue to delve into history, we find that history repeats over and over and over, despite that many of us refuse to believe it. Many of us refuse to believe that history repeats. We refuse to believe that our history is constantly going and repeating on loop. We believe that we've learned from history, we won't make the same mistakes again. <sighs> Yet we constantly constantly making the same mistakes. Maybe not in the same context, but we're doing so in the same general principle. And let's take the EU for example real quick. The EU is this huge alliance between European countries that formed after World War II. It's seen as this ability to help the weaker countries and to boost the stronger ones, yes? And it has its pros and cons, yes. Well, it's also more recently used to censor. For example, Article 13, the copyright law, was just introduced there. Which means, if you are in Europe right now, and I played a track of something, this video wouldn't be accessible to you if that track was of a new popular song. Now, this video may be accessible to you in some countries, or it could end up censored. However, I don't believe I'm on the radar just yet, but... Either way, I'm soon to be anyways. We're all on a radar somewhere. We're all documented somewhere. Whether that's because you've given your DNA willingly, or you've upgraded to the newest version of the iPhone X and given away your face. <laughs> or whether you've signed up for a new credit card and in the spam mail of section of your email have gotten your name because you signed up for that new credit card. None of your information is secure these days, let's face it. But, going back to politics. You know, we never do see any difference in the US. Republican, Democrat, we never do. It's all just this pendulum that swings back and forth. The political pendulum that's constantly feeding lies to us. And is constantly used as a warhead to start discussions and arguments and violence. And we constantly feed into it. Uh, even when, uh, when they're in school, when kids are in school, they're forced to make a decision. Are you a Republican or are you a Democrat? Careful what you say next. This decision affects you. 
greatly and continues to affect you greatly for the next bit of your life. It continues to affect you endlessly as you're said to vote, as you're said to constantly, constantly vote. But do your votes matter? Do your votes matter in the end? Now, there was speculation about the Electoral College at one point. There was saying that, well, the Electoral College has been around for generations. We should just do away with it because it's biased and it outpowers the weaker, smaller states, yes? Well, not necessarily. Some believe that the Electoral College is simply a front for the elites to truly behind pick who we're going to be next. After all, it's entirely possible. And do we actually have this power and strength over our lives? Or is it simply another illusion? Simply another illusion and another way for us to get trapped in the matrix over and over and over. Getting back to discuss another country, let's take Cuba now. Cuba's obviously been seen as socialism, communism over the years, correct? And it's constantly receiving welfare benefits from the US and the UN. And all that being said, why are the millennials of the United States of America still obsessed with this idea of socialism, still believing it will help them? Because Bernie Sanders is now telling them to. They're saying, Bernie Sanders is saying he'll pay for your college fund, he'll pay for everything, you don't have to worry about it. And that's the idea they want to give. They want to give this sense of security with socialism, a sense of stability that we ever ever so crave. And with the sense of stability, we are seen as being held hostage even more, but we are still having this illusion of freedom. We get our rights taken away one by one by one, gun control, freedom of speech, and soon we'll have our ability to even choose what we wish to wear or where we wish to work being stricken away as well, freedom of expression, freedom of choice all being taken away in the land of the free. America is an experiment, an illusion given to us. Truly, truly. And if you believe socialism is still amazing, well, allow me to just duel out a few more blows to you. Socialism and communism both provide the government to take in, step in, and get more control over us. Although it's all said in the name of equality and community, it's allowing more power over the people. Although, it doesn't seem like that. And the millennials and younger generation of America have really fell and taken the bait. They hear free college, they hear free tuition, they hear free money, and they jump for joy. They jump for joy right into the trap of communism, of socialism, of dictatorship. Unfortunately, the dumbing down of the school system had worked, has worked, will work, and the occasional diamond in the rough is almost impossible to find. Canada has gone and taken advantage of being called the perfect country and has gone and issued new online document uh, regulations for censoring. I'm not, I forget what the exact name of it is called. However, you just do a little bit of research. I'm sure you can come up with the exact regulation list and all that. But, you know, it, I read over it when it first came out and it was truly horrifying. I, I'll see if I can find it and link it in the description below. But it was just truly horrifying. I remember I was like, wow, Canada, seen as also this perfect country, has now just been stamped, just been stamped.
you know, Cuba's receiving welfare, Venezuela is just gone, Argentina gone, North Korea, you know, you, know, you can put North Korea and then Argentina and Venezuela in the same basket, and then you come over here to Canada and the US and you can put them in the same basket as well, except Canada is more open to the idea of socialism and is more seen as democratic than Republican. And America is just the cesspool of politics, lies, and manipulation of the public. And, of course, we continue to fall for it more and more and more. And the unfortunate souls that live in the EU, God help them. God help them because they are only going to receive more restrictions as this they continue to evolve uh, this alliance between the countries. And they slip them under the mat. You don't even notice they're there. Until you can't speak like you used to. Until your guns are gone. Until everything you know is gone. That's the truly horrifying part of it. That's the truly horrifying part of it. And... I believe there was even an article, I remember one time reading an article, most likely in 2015, um, I was reading an article online, and it was discussing how knives were banned in the United Kingdom, because apparently there were too many stabbings, so they got rid of knives. But what they didn't know is, that what they didn't know is that humans will always find a way to be violent. It doesn't matter what restrictions you put on them, gun control, knives control. You know, in China, they do the same thing. They give your knife an ID number over there, and it's just insane. Just some, just some insane stuff. Do some research. It's just some, just some insane laws everywhere, really. And you don't even notice that they're there until you're being arrested for owning a butter knife. And I, I believe the law was repealed afterwards. I'm not sure. Anybody who lives in the United Kingdom, please correct me. But, um, you know, that being said, it's just very unbelievable at times if you go back and you look at these things it's just very unbelievable and you just can't uh you can't put your finger on it this actually went through this actually got passed and the people actually accept this rule as a, as a rule and regulation of that country or that state it's, it's just simply unbelievable and it's only going to continue to get worse so luckily there's diamonds in the rough there's people who are awake to this information know this information and willing to spread this information and willing to take the risk to spread this information and lucky for us that we're here right now learning and sharing this information together and it's very important that you do your best to get this information out as well of course I'm not forcing you to it's all up to you it really is. Whether you want to make a difference in this world, whether you want to drop a like below and subscribe to hear more of this kind of information, or whether you just like to keep moving on and not leaving a like or subscribing and just going on without your business, or without pretending you never heard this lecture. It's all up to you. It really is. Because the only person who can control you is yourself. And you have a purpose in this world, despite what everyone else tells you to believe. Despite it. I hope you enjoyed this random lecture about politics that I have been holding back for a little while now and I really wanted to get my opinions out about communism and socialism and the EU and such. I really wanted, I really wanted to be do, been doing this for a long time and I'm glad I finally have been able to get it out. And um, I hope that I get many, many, many more videos and articles and lectures like this out as well. And um, hopefully... We won't be censored anytime soon. If we do get censored, 
You know I'll always find a way back to you. And you know I won't give up. Not in a million years. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, I look forward to hopefully posting again soon. I'm posting once a week on Mondays. Uh, but the more support I continue to get, likes, views, comments, sub- subscribers, the more support I continue to get, the more I'll always update and such. Uh, support really does matter to me, um, just so I know that there's still hope. Uh, <laughs> but either way, thank you for listening. Really, I really appreciate it. And um, I hope you have a good day or night or evening, wherever it is that, you, uh, that you're that you currently listening to or wherever country you are in. And uh, again, thank you for stopping by, really. It means a lot. I believe that's all I've got. As always, stay vigilant with your local vigilante conspiracy child. Bye for now.